Hello again, this is World Pastor Tony Alamo. This is program number 738. If you'd like to have a copy of it, Sharon will tell you how at the end of the program. Let us know whether you want a CD or an audio tape. They're free, including the postage and handling. And uh, we don't solicit anybody. I mean, uh, people want to hear about the Lord. Fine. If they don't, that's their choice. Okay, uh, today I have another powerful message from the 10th chapter of Luke. I've got music and letters, but right now let's pray. Father, uh, anoint me, continue anointing me in all these messages that the people in the world can hear the correct interpretation of your word. Only your spirit, Lord, that came upon the prophets of old time were able to um, receive the Bible. And uh, there's only one interpretation. There's no private interpretation of it. Lord, that people can be saved and um, that people will begin having the fear of you that are in the church, in the body of Christ, in the new Jerusalem, in your bride, Lord. Let them have the fear of the Lord and become filled from your spirit with uh, zeal. Otherwise, you'll spoo them out of your mouth like so many already have been. Lord, uh, smite Satan, destroy his works on earth, heal the sick. Lord, give finances to those that need it. Send us our daily bread. Lord, give us this day our daily bread. Don't let our people starve. And Lord, let us be a, a sign and a season. And let us be a bright light for people in this world to see so that they can be drawn unto that light and be saved and the church strengthened. And Lord, rebuke Satan. Uh, and open doors for us mighty doors Lord rebuke I come against every devil in hell in the blood of Jesus Lord I ask it in Jesus name and everyone says amen Amen. okay here I am uh, with uh, the um, Prague Symphony Orchestra and the Life Choir H.B. Barnum's Life Choir and under his direction and this is his arrangement uh, and this is myself singing, No Man is an Island. You know, in these last days, many people think that they can conduct their lives the way that they want to. But really, no man, I mean no man, no man can stand alone. the Lord Jesus Christ. No man is an island, no man can stand alone, he needs faith as his guide to lead him to his throne. an island You may have wealth untold But without peace of mind 
a stormy sea I learned to pray And his hand reached out to me Can't you see No man is an island No man can stand alone So have faith and you'll find are the very last days. Jesus Christ is coming back to earth again. We need to know that we can't do this alone. We need the word of God. We need Jesus for our God. Remember that all the days of your life. A while ago a stormy sea I learned to pray And his hand reached out to me Can't you see No man is an island No man can stand Praise the Lord. You know, we're never alone. Uh, I went to prison for the gospel. I was railroaded in there, but I've never received any bitter spirit from it at all because I met a lot of friends, a lot of people there that uh, were unsaved and they got saved by my being there. I knew the Lord had sent me in there for some reason. I've been, uh, I've had a, this eventuated into a prison ministry. (laughs) I praise and thank the Lord for it. And uh, I was never alone while I was in prison. I was uh, the Lord was with me every step of the way. Praise God. There was a time when I got pretty discouraged, uh, but I just prayed to the Lord. I told him, Lord, you've got to give me something to hang on to. I really need to know again. Is this of you that I'm in here? Um, did I? Am I? Uh, Fine. Is there anything that I'm doing wrong or I've done wrong uh, to be here? And I said, give me something, Lord, that I can lean on. And he did it so far. He said, you're saved. I says, oh, praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. I'm saved. 
praise the Lord. Then I says, give me more, Lord. Just give me something more. He said, you're going to heaven. Ah, that did it. <laughs> Thank you, Father God. Isn't that something? You know, you're saved and you're going to heaven. There's nothing on the face of this earth that could be better than to hear God, the Almighty God, tell you that. You're saved. And you're going to heaven. Well, if you know you're saved, you must have done something right. You must be doing something right. You must not have done anything wrong. Praise the Lord. Amen. So see, this is the great advantage. Uh, this is the consolation when you're saved and you get in a depressed mood like that because I was missing my wife and my children, my child, my, my son. Oh, my God, I was missing him so much. Because he was just little when they took me away. And I didn't get to spend uh, much time with him at all. And uh, he began visiting me in prison with his mother and some of the other people from uh, uh, from the uh, church. And that was nice, too. But uh, there was just a time there. It was getting close for me to serve another four years or another two years, what it was, yeah. And I got a six-year sentence for something that I didn't do. And uh, the Lord gave me a break and let me out two years early. I was really going out through it, you know, missing my son and missing being out on the outside. I almost forgot how it was to be outside. I went to a market, and I had money in my pocket, and I thought, Man, this is unbelievable. They make it a sin in prison for you to have money in your pocket. And I can understand why, because so many people in there are able to buy narcotics and drugs and uh, do different favors for people. But uh, but it was really special to be out. And I remember we went to a Walmart, and we went in and had a... This is before the Lord told me to stay away from beef and from uh, dairy. Uh, we had uh, something at uh, the McDonald's over there. I'm not a fan of them at all, but uh, it was weird to be able to go down the aisles and pick out your own kind of shampoo or, and things like that. It's really wonderful. And uh, it made me thankful for the things that I had outside on the street, that they call it. Couldn't do all those things in there. Praise the Lord. Freedom is wonderful, you know. Uh, we're not free. Uh, we're free from going to hell, and we're going to heaven, but uh, the enemy is around us all the time. Like the Lord just got through saying we're like sheep among wolves. So we just need to be thankful and keep pressing on and being thankful that we're saved and filled with the Holy Spirit and we have the Lord's word plus the Spirit to guide, lead, guide, and direct us. Okay, we're starting at verse 20 here. This is what, chapter 10? Yeah. Yes, amen. Okay, verse 20. Notwithstanding, uh, they were casting out devils and uh, all these things, but the Lord is telling them, notwithstanding in this, don't rejoice. They were rejoicing that the spirits are subject unto you, but rather rejoice because your names are written in heaven. Oh, my God. 
You don't know. You know, when you know that uh, it says you, you just feel that the acts of the Lord, maybe you're being punished for something that you might have done, and you don't know. It's like the disciples told Jesus. They, he says, one of you is the devil. And they said, Lord, is it I? Is it me? Is it me? And they're all going around. He says, the one that, and he pointed out who it was to John and to the others. And they were so happy that they're saved and they're going to heaven. Amen? Amen. Be uh, rather rejoicing because your names are written in heaven. What a horrible thing to live one day after another, not knowing if you're going to heaven, if somebody does a drive-by shooting on you, or if you get in a wreck and your soul goes out to meet God. I want to know for sure that my name is, is written in heaven. And that was enough to make me feel good in prison after being there for, uh, I believe it was around three years. When the Lord told me, you're saved and you're going to heaven. That did it. I was able to go through the rest of it. Uh, not, uh, you know, with flying colors. Verse 21. In that hour, Jesus rejoiced in spirit and said, I thank thee, O Father, Lord of heaven and earth. So uh, the Bible states that Satan is the God of this earth. But uh, the uh, our Father is the Lord of heaven and earth. And um, Satan... Uh, is the God of this world, this world. But the Lord is um, Lord, the boss of heaven and earth. Because eventually he's going to burn it up and eventually he's going to cast every devil into the lake of fire. And heaven and earth will be together and there'll be no sin any longer nor any taint of it on earth or in heaven. So the Lord of heaven and earth, that thou hast hid these things from the wise and prudent. The people that think they're so wise and they're so prudent, you can see them on television discussing our world matters and so on, as though they're right and everything that they're saying is wrong. And hast revealed these things unto babes. I consider myself just a babe. And God has revealed so many things unto me, and he is revealing them now unto you as well. Even so, Father, for so it seemed good in thy sight to teach people that believe in you the things that... Uh, these wise and prudent people have no idea about. They're not spiritual, they're carnal. And they're mad, they're insane. Verse 22, you are mad and insane. Don't get offended at that, it's the truth. Verse 22, <laughs> Lord Check told me that there's somebody out there who just got offended at that. It, you know, it's not good to be offended at what the Lord says. And the Lord does say that the people in this world are crazy today. Verse 22, all things are delivered to me of my Father. And no man knoweth who the Son is 
but the Father, and who the Father is but the Son, and he to whom the Son will reveal him. So the Son, Christ Jesus, the Son of Man, the Son of God, the God-man, is able to reveal to us God. Because uh, all things are delivered to me of my Father. I can show people the Father. And no man knoweth this, uh, who the Son is. No man knows that. Just no unsaved man knows who the Son is. But the Father. And who the Father is but the Son. And he to whom the Son will reveal him. This is the 4th of July, folks. You can probably hear fireworks going on out here uh, in Los Angeles in the background. We're not in a soundproof studio. We're uh, going to be there soon. Verse 23. And he turned him unto his disciples and said privately, Blessed are you, the, are your eyes which see the things that ye see. Verse 24. For I tell you that many people, many prophets, many prophets and kings have desired to see those things which you're now seeing right in front of your eyes and have not seen them at all and to hear those things which you're now hearing and have not heard them at all verse 25 and behold a certain lawyer stood up and tempted jesus saying master what shall i do to inherit eternal life verse 26 Jesus said unto him, What is written in the law? How do you read the law? How, how do you, do you understand it? Let me hear you. Verse 27. And he answered and said, Thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thy heart and with all thy soul and with all thy strength and with all thy mind and thy neighbor as thyself. Verse 28. And Jesus said unto him, Thou hast answered absolutely right. Now go ahead and do this, and thou shalt have life, thou shalt live, yeah, thou shalt have eternal life. <laughs> He's not going to do it. He was just goofing there. Verse 29. But he willing to justify himself, said unto Jesus, And who is my neighbor? Verse 30, And Jesus answering said, A, a certain man went down from Jerusalem to Jericho and fell among thieves, which stripped him of his uh, raiment, his clothing, and wounded him and departed, leaving him half dead. Verse 31. And by chance there came down uh, a certain priest, came down the road, a certain priest that um, on that way. 
And when he saw him, he passed by on the other side. Verse 32. And likewise, a Levite, when he, and this is supposed to be, you know, the priests, the priesthood, the Levites. And likewise, a Levite, when he was at the place, came and looked on um, this man and passed by on the other side. Didn't pay any attention to him any more than the man that, uh, the pastor that was posing as a bum and none of the congregation paid any attention to him. And then he came down the aisle like a bum and stood up behind the pulpit and said, you people pass me up. You people are not of the Lord. This whole church is not of the Lord. None of you reached out your hand because you thought I was a bum and you thought that you were not supposed to help bums or maybe somebody, an angel in disguise. And he told them that you're not of the Lord. Verse 33, but a certain Samaritan, as he uh, journeyed, came where he was, and when he saw him, he had compassion on the man. Verse 34, and went to him and uh, bound up his wounds, pouring in oil and wine, and set him on his own beast, and brought him to an inn, and took care of him. Verse 35. And on the next day, the morrow, when he departed, he took out two pence and gave them to the host, the innkeeper, and said unto him, Take care of this man, will you? And whatsoever thou spendest more, when I come back, uh, again, I will repay thee. Verse 36. Which now, Jesus asks this uh, man, he says, which now of these three think you was neighbor unto him that uh, fell among the thieves? What do you think? And he said, he that showed uh, mercy on him. Then said Jesus unto him, Go and do thou likewise. Verse 38. Now it came to pass, and that's what he's telling everybody. All of you people that are hearing these words, you're not supposed to just hear them. You're supposed to go and do thou likewise. Don't you think? Amen. 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 That's what it means, folks. Verse 38. Now it came to pass, as they went, that he entered into a certain village, and a certain woman named uh, Martha received him into her house. Verse 39. And she had a sister called Mary, which also sat at Jesus' feet and heard his word. But Martha was cumbered about much serving and um, and came to him and uh, said, Lord, dost thou not care that my uh, sister hath left me to serve alone? 
bid her tell her therefore that she ha- uh, come and help me. Verse 41, and Jesus answered and said unto her, Martha, Martha, thou art careful and uh, troubled about many things. But one thing that is needful, and Mary hath chosen that good part, which shall not be taken away from her. It's like so many busybodies in the church. They're busy about this, reporting this person and uh, uh, saying the, you know, bringing false reports about people and trying to get them away from Jesus to hear his words. And uh, this is what Jesus rebuked her and said that. You're careful, mindful about many things. Verse, uh, now we're in chapter 11 now, verse 1. And it came to pass that as he was praying in a certain place, when he ceased, one of his disciples said unto him, Lord, teach us to pray, as John also taught his disciples. And Jesus said unto them, When ye pray, say, Our Father, which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy kingdom come here on this earth. Thy will be done as in heaven, so in earth. Your will is certainly done in heaven, and now let it be done on earth. Verse 3. Give us some food to eat, Lord. Give us this day our daily bread. And that means the bread, which is the word of God. And the food for us to eat, to keep our bodies healthy. Verse 4, and forgive us our sins. Now, our sins must be forgiven once and for all, because we can't continue sinning. This is not forgive us our sins as we sin daily. For we also forgive everyone that is indebted to us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Verse 5. And he said unto them, Which of you shall have a friend, and shall go unto him at midnight, and say unto him, Friend, lend me three loaves, of course, of bread. Verse 6. For a friend of mine... In his journey is come to me, and I have nothing to set before him. Verse 7. And he from within shall answer and say, Trouble me not. The door is now shut, and my children are with me in bed. I cannot rise and give thee. Verse 8. I say unto you, though he will not rise and give him because he is his uh, friend, yet because of his importunity, he will rise and give him as many as he needeth. 
And that's easy to understand. <clears throat> In other words, the Lord says, yeah, just keep trying. Come back again tomorrow. But I can't do it now. Verse 9. And I say unto you, ask. Come back again and ask. If you, the Lord doesn't do it that night exactly when you want, you're not going to snap your fingers at the Lord and make him jump up and do it. No, it's the wrong time, maybe. You just have to maybe ask again in the morning. And I say unto you, ask, and it shall be given you. Seek, and ye shall find. Knock, and it shall be opened unto you. Uh, verse 10, for everyone that asks receives. Everyone. Isn't that something that everyone that asks in other words, everyone that prays, we're going to get what they ask. And he that seeketh, uh, you know, you're going to find it. And to him that knocketh, it shall be opened. If a son shall ask bread of any of you, that is a father, will he give him a stone? Or if he ask a fish, Will he for fish give him a serpent? I don't think so. Verse 12. Or if he shall ask an egg, will um, he offer him a scorpion? Verse 13. If you then, being evil, you know, we have to ask our father. If you're a little child, Dad, can I have an egg? And he's sure he's going to give it to you. Uh, Lord, can I have a piece of fish? Uh, he's not going to give us a serpent. Uh, or anything we ask our dad. If the son asks for bread. Of any of you that is a father, will you give him a, a stone? No. So if ye then, being evil, your father, you may be a father, you know how to give good gifts unto your children. How much more shall your heavenly Father give the Holy Spirit to them that ask him? Okay, but remember it says here, if you then being evil know how to give uh, good gifts unto your children, your children... But do you give good gifts to people that are not your children? Eh -eh. How much more shall your heavenly father, now he's not your heavenly father unless you're saved, unless you've accepted the Lord Jesus Christ, unless you are accepting his instructions, his commandments. So if you're not doing that, then he's not your heavenly father. But if you are, uh, you're saved by the Lord Jesus Christ and you're one of his children. How much shall your heavenly, your heavenly father, not an unsaved person's heavenly father because they don't have uh, God for their heavenly father. How much more will your, if you're saved and you're doing the will of God, then he's your father. You're one of his children. You're a son of God. You're a child of God. How much more will they give the Holy Spirit to them that ask him if you're his child, if you're his children. That's the catch, folks. 
Now, a bunch of unsaved people and a bunch of unfruitful Christians like to make these claims. They say, God hasn't given it to me because they're not doing the will of God. They're not. They're not God the Father's child. Verse 14. And he was casting out a devil, and it was dumb. And it came to pass, when the devil was gone out, the dumb spake. The person that was uh, not able to speak spake, and the people wondered. Verse 15. But some of them said, He casteth out devils through Beelzebub, the devil himself, the chief of the devils. The number one devil. Verse 16. And others tempting him sought of him a sign from heaven. All right, God, what more of a sign do you want? If you take a, a, a deaf person or a dumb person that can't even speak, if he's raising dead people, and he rose many of them, and he um, casts out every manner of... Um, devil and healed every manner of sickness and they're looking for a sign a sign from heaven sought of him a sign from heaven hmm. unbelievable verse 17 but he knowing their thoughts said unto them every kingdom divided against itself is brought to desolation now, I'm not divided against the church, uh, my church, or anybody that's really of the Lord. I'm not divided. But if they're not doing the will of the Lord, I rebuke them and reprove them and tell them that they're doing wrong. That isn't division. That's attempting and doing my best to get everybody into one body, into one mind, into one spirit, into one heart. And a house divided against a house follows. Now, he's saying this because they said that he's casting out Satan by the devil, that he's got a devil in him, which is the Holy Spirit. He's, they're saying that the Holy Spirit is a devil. That's blasphemy of the Holy Spirit, folks. Now, if Satan will also be divided against himself, how shall his kingdom stand? Because you say that I cast out devils through Beelzebub. If I was Beelzebub, then how could my kingdom stand? Why would I do something like that if I was Beelzebub? Or, uh, verse 19. And if I by Beelzebub cast out devils, by whom do your sons cast uh, them out? He's being facetious there. Your children don't have the power to cast out devils. And, uh, because they're not going to cast themselves out. Because he's saying that your children are devils. Therefore, shall they be your judges. Because they're not going to be able to cast them out. And you're saying that Satan can cast out Satan. He'll never do that, folks. He'll never tell the truth. Verse 20. But if I, with the finger of God, cast out devils, no doubt the kingdom of God has come upon you. And I'm not going to uh, separate myself from uh, the Father. Verse 21. 
when a strong man uh, um, armed uh, keepeth his palace, his goods are in peace. Well, the strong man, if you have God inside of you and you're able to keep uh, his palace, in other words, you're able to keep your body under the uh, influence of the Holy Spirit, his uh, goods, his soul uh, is in peace with the Lord. Verse 22. But when a stronger than he shall come upon him and overcome him, he taketh from him all his uh, armor, wherein he trusted, and divideth his spoils. This here is talking about if you have the power of God in you, if you study the Bible and you've uh, got the power of God in you, the Holy Spirit, then uh, you can keep uh, your soul. But he's talking about here is a person that doesn't stay prayed up. He is not keeping the commandments of the Lord. He's not doing any of these things. So Satan, if uh, the Lord takes his hand off of you, if you're not uh, staying in the spirit, well, Satan comes along and enters back into you. Verse 23, he that is not with me uh, is easily taken over by Satan. He that is not with me is against me. And he that gathereth not with me scattereth. You see people falling away all the time because they're not with the Lord. If the Lord is with you, you cannot fall. You will not fall. And you will not argue back with those that the Lord said, obey those that have the rule over you. Obey those that have the rule. Well, we don't respect you. So you just want to uh, go out on your own like that. Is that right? Okay, well, I am able to suffer people that are weak in the church, but I can't allow you to say to doubtful disputations where you're arguing with me when I'm telling you what the Word of God says. So what you're doing is just scattering. You're not with the Lord, so you're scattering. Your life is going this way and that way. You like to argue. You like to talk. You like to be a leader, and you're not even a good follower. Verse 24, When the unclean spirit is gone, out of a man he walks through dry places. The man is free of this unclean uh, spirit. He's cast out of this man, and the spirit, though, is walking through dry places. And this evil spirit seeks rest. They want to get inside of a body to communicate with the person, because the person, before it's saved, is the same, has the same kind of demons in it. And the demons cast out, and so he's in dry place. He wants to get back in where he can have some fun in that body again, try to influence the mind of that body uh, that, um, you know, uh, let's have fun again. Let's go into the world. Come on. And finding no rest, 
he says, I will return unto my house from where I came before I was cast out. I, I was there before I came before I came out. Verse 25. And when he comes, he finds it swept and garnished. But the person uh, then goeth he and taketh to himself seven other spirits. This is verse 26. More wicked than himself. And the person isn't prayed up. They're cleaned and garnished, but they're not really doing the will of God. And so God doesn't give them the power that they need because they're not seeking that power. And they enter in because there's now this one demon. And demons can be pretty strong. They can cast people down and everything. And so he recruits seven others. Let's get back into that body. Come on. Seven other spirits, even more wicked than himself. And they enter in because there's no power of God in that person. And they dwell there. And some people say, that's not, doesn't apply. There's no such thing as demons and devils. <laughs> if you believe that, you're possessed with the devil. And you don't know it. You're not of the Lord. So he takes seven more devils, more wicked than himself. And then he's got all this power, seven others stronger than himself. And they do enter in because this person is not a fighter. The Bible says, resist the devil. Or the seven devils, or a hundred thousand devils, or a million or billions of devils. Resist them from entering back in you. And they dwell there. And the last state of that man is worse than the first. Well, why is it worse than the first? Because first of all, he was cleaned up. The devil was cast out of him. He had all the warnings from the word of God that he has to resist Satan. He has to put on the full armor of God. He has to give no place to the devil, but he has to resist the devil. And he doesn't do it. Doesn't keep the commandments of the Lord. Obey those that have the rule over you. Do not be unruly, because if you don't do what the person that has rule over you, if you don't do what they say, they'll put you out of the church and send you to the devils, and the devils will come in you. If, if you're as bad as you are, and then you're arguing with dignities, people that are high in God, and you're arguing with them, well, it's very sure that you're a weakling and that the devil's going to enter into you. You're trying to call yourself into leadership and you're not even a good follower. And you will. Seven devils will come into you more, worse than the other uh, one that was cast out of you. And they'll take you over and you'll never be able to repent again. Because there remains no more repentance for it because you've trodden the word of God, the blood of Jesus. Verse 27, And it came to pass... As he spake these things, a certain woman of the company lifted up her voice and said unto him, Blessed is the womb that bare thee and the paps, in other words, the breasts, which thou uh, hast sucked. Verse 28. But he said, he rebuked him, Yea, rather blessed. Are they that hear the word of God 
and keep it. There's so many people that think that they've arrived and that they're bigger and greater and more powerful than the preachers, the evangelists. And they're of the devil because they argue with them all day long. And you could be telling them the absolute truth. And you could tell them to be quiet and they can't. They have no control over themselves because they won't listen to God. And they're gone. They're already gone. And they think that they're so necessary in the church that God is unable to send anybody to fill their places and they would do a hundred times better job than you're doing. Don't you think? It's a very weak amen. I want to hear a strong amen. Amen. Oh, hope it didn't cause you too much effort there. But he said, yea, rather blessed are they that hear the word of God, which says, obey your husband, obey those that have the rule over you, obey the word of God, obey Jesus. Now, I didn't make up these scriptures to obey those that have the rule over you. That's what Jesus said. Amen. Amen. That's what Paul said. So you have to listen to the word of God. Forget about womb and paps. That's not blessed. Some women got to thinking because they got a womb and some paps or some breasts that that's something. Jesus uh, renounces that. Yea, rather blessed are they that hear the word of God and keep it. People that argue are not keeping the word of God. They're trying to teach everybody that's in the midst that you don't have to listen to him. That you don't have to do what he says. Well, I warn those of you that are like that. Uh, the Lord, uh, by his spirit, is warning you. He has allowed me to have tolerance on that in the past. But this is it. You want to get kicked out? This is it. Verse 29. And when the people were gathered thick together... He began to um, say, this is an evil generation. They seek a sign, and there shall no sign be given it, but the sign of Jonas the prophet. For as Jonas was a sign unto the Ninevites, so shall also the Son of Man be to this generation. Verse 31. The Queen of the South shall rise up in the judgment with the men of this generation and condemn them. For she came from the utmost parts of the earth to hear the wisdom of Solomon. And behold, a greater than Solomon is here. I'm the one that created Solomon, the Lord is saying, and blew the breath of life into him and gave him the spirit so he could write. Verse 32. And the men of Nineveh shall rise up in the judgment with this generation and shall condemn it. For they repented at the preaching of Jonas 
And behold, a, gener uh, a greater than Jonas is here. Okay, now I have to change pages again. It's amazing how the Lord allows uh, a blind man, legally blind man, to read. Huh? And to break these scriptures down where people send letters saying how wonderful it is to get the true word of God. Verse 33. No man, when he hath lighted a candle, will put it in a secret place. No, if you've got the word of God, you're supposed to go out and tell it. Neither under a bushel, but on a candlestick, that they which come in may see the light. Do you think that the Lord has saved your soul to hide and then let you read the Bible and learn all the things in the Bible and be taught by teachers and preachers and evangelists and prophets? All this light is given unto you, and you're not supposed to spread the light also? There's even a madman that had a legion of demons in him went blazing the word of God throughout the region. Verse 34, the light of the body is the eye. Therefore, when thine eye is single, thy whole body also is full of light. In other words, if you're just looking at the word, if you're just... Uh, keeping your mind, your heart, your soul, or your spirit on the Lord, then you're full of light. And you do what the Lord says. Obey those that have the rule over you. You get uptight about that? Well, I'm getting uptight about you. But when, um, when uh, thine eye is evil, thy body also is full of darkness. In other words, when your mind is on the things of this world, your eyes looking at all these evil things, then your whole body is full of darkness. All right, it's time for us to uh, read letters here. Where's the first letter from? From Fort Smith, Arkansas. All right, let's hear what they have to say. Dear Pastor Tony Alamo, Sir, there is something the Lord showed me one night during services, and I wanted to share it with you. I was praising and thanking the Lord. Then the Lord showed me a vision of him. He was carrying the cross, and the blood looked like it was, looked like it was not even blood anymore. Jesus was bleeding so much you could not tell who he was. When I saw him carrying the cross, I started crying. I asked the Lord, Lord, you did this for me? He answered me and said, Yes, I did this for you. Sir, you encourage us, so I hope you will be encouraged. Sincerely, Philip from Fort Smith, Arkansas. I really am encouraged. I love it when people tell me visions, uh, dreams, uh, all these different things that the Lord shows them. So keep telling me. You people may think that, uh, you know, the Lord shows me a certain amount of th things and... Uh, he talks to other people as well. All right, then uh, you have another letter. Yes, from Malawi, Africa. Let's hear it, please. Dear Tony Alamo, we are very happy and thankful to you for everything you are doing for us in Malawi, and more especially here in our area. We've received two cartons in which there were ten Bibles, ten Messiah books, T-shirts, and newsletters. For this work, God should bless you today and forever. Here, people are really changed because of the Word of God which you are sending to us. 
Pastor Lam will continue sending us your spiritual words so that we can save people's lives, and God will be with you in this important work you are doing. My members are working hand in hand to or in order to spread the word of God through your books, which you're sending to us here. If it is possible, please send us more T-shirts, videotapes, and radio tapes. God bless you and your ministry, which is very special for sending us the word of God. Your brother, in the name of Jesus, Alfred from Malawi, Africa. Praise the Lord. Glory to God. Well, it's time to pray now. And uh, I enjoy these letters very much, and everybody else does. They, we get letters telling us about that. Uh, now, uh, in order for us to be strong in the Lord, for the Lord to be strong in us, we can't allow ourselves to relax or to uh, drift away uh, or lose our zeal to do His will and to continue listening to Him. And so... First of all, you need to be born again of the Spirit. So say this prayer and be saved, be uh, given eternal life. Father, say this to the Lord. Say, Father, my Lord and my God, I believe that Jesus Christ is the Son of the living God. I believe he died on the cross and shed his precious blood for the forgiveness of all my former filthy sins. And I believe that you, Father, raised Jesus from the dead by the power of the Holy Spirit. I open the door of my heart, and I invite you into my heart, Lord Jesus. Wash all of my former filthy sins away in the precious blood that you shed for me. You will not turn me away, Lord Jesus. Father God, Holy Spirit, you will save my soul. I know because your word says so. Your word says that you'll turn no one away, and that includes me. Therefore, I know that you have heard me. I know that you have answered me, and I know that I am saved. And I thank you, Lord Jesus, for saving my soul. So just raise your hand up and praise and thank the Lord. And Sharon, tell our listening audience how they can receive a copy of this program, number 738. Go to com or write to Tony Alamo Christian Ministries, P.O. Box 6467, Texarkana, Texas, 75505. Or call area code 479-782-7370. That's 479-782-7370. Or fax to area code 479-782-7406. This is World Pastor Tony Alamo saying tune in tomorrow for another lesson. Another very, the most important instruction that you get in your life is to stay on that straight and narrow path one day at a time. Well, here I am uh, to sing for you again uh, with the symphony orchestra and the uh, life choir, Angel Band. You know, there's nothing better than to know that you're going to heaven. Praise the Lord. Amen. My lady son is sinking fast. I raise trials now are past my triumph has begun oh come angel band come and around me stand bear me away on your snow white wings to my eternal 
guess it's true. I'm going to heaven. Hallelujah. Glory to God. I know I'm nearing my heavenly home. My spirit loudly sings. The holy ones, behold, they come. I hear the sound of wings. Oh, come. Sing it!